Alright, uh, welcome to the latest episode of On Your Mark, Get Set, Review! I am your host this week, Danny. And, uh, man, is this going to be a good episode. Because it's all basically based around my excellent choice. Ah, uh, can't wait to talk about it. With my two fantastic guests. Uh, first, on my left, we have the, uh, Queen of New York, Dylan! <laughs> Sorry I missed an episode, but I've returned. How's it going? It's going well. I have some beer and some good friends to talk to. Couldn't ask for more. Excellent. How did you feel about the movie? <laughs> Just a quick quick one word. Let's talk about let's talk about that later, Danny. <laughs> I have a lot to say. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. And on my right, we have uh, I would say where he's from, but I forget. I will! <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Where do you live, anyway? Where is it? Uh, I live in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I've Yay, heard about that my place. my aunt lives there! <laughs> How's it going today? Going uh, it's going very well. Yeah? Uh, no complaints. <laughs> You're excited to talk about this movie? Uh, I, I am a, a, a bit trepidatious, <laughs> to, trepidatious to talk about this movie. Uh, see, see, I'm excited to talk about it. I didn't sure. love it, but I'm so excited to discuss Excellent. it. It is definitely a film to be discussed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that film that we will be talking about is 1968's Candy, based on a novel by Terry Southern. When I first Googled it, something from 2006 came up, and I'm like, this is not what I want. Yeah, that, I think that one has Heath Ledger in it. I'd never heard of it before, that one. But Yeah, it's like an Australian movie or something. Yeah. Those damn Aussies. <laughs> Get out of here. Now, I just want to say, I picked Candy. I had never seen it before, uh, but I picked it because my dad was obsessed with this movie. He saw it when he was, like, 17 or something, when it came out in theaters. And he was always telling me how it was the craziest movie he'd ever seen, one of the worst movies he's ever seen. And I've always wanted to watch it. And then I found it on YouTube the day before we I did the podcast last week. And I was like, oh, perfect. I've got my recommendation. This is going to work out well. And then obviously I trounced everyone on the episode last week. And now we get to talk about candy. <laughs> so, people, thoughts? Uh, candy is... Uh, candy is very much a product of its time. Uh, th there was a time where uh, a film like Candy would be considered very subversive uh, and and risque. Uh, that time, uh, looking back at it now, uh, I mean, you could kind of see maybe how it was breaking some, you know, social uh, mores or what have you. But uh, it looks uh, very dated now. Uh, it is certainly not very funny. Uh, <laughs> Not intentionally funny, I guess, or from my perspective, unintentionally funny. Uh, it is uh, based on a novel written by Terry Southern, who co-wrote um, uh, Doctor Strangelove. Yep, yep. And uh, the screenplay was written by Buck Henry, who wrote The Graduate and uh, Catch Twenty Two. Both much better movies than yeah. than this movie. Yeah. Did you catch Buck Henry's cameo? Uh, did he play like one of the patients who gets his head slammed in a, a elevator door? That was Buck Henry, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, Dylan. My thought was, I don't think I want to have sex for like a month <laughs> after watching that poor girl get assaulted so many fucking times. Yeah, that was insane. Jesus. Yeah, I couldn't believe like, how it just kept happening and happening. Guys just like becoming monsters around her and just attacking her. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I saw where it was coming from, and, like, sadly, that's still, like, kind of an... I don't know, it's... Because it, it still happens so often, and it's such a pervasive part of our culture, like, it's not totally... It didn't totally disconnect with me or anything, even though it is very much of its time. I still, like, understood where it was coming from, but it was just too, like, painful for me to watch... Um, I was very, I was very uncomfortable most of the time, and also Ringo Starr was a Mexican, which I will never yeah. come to terms with. Oh yeah, the, the, the movie was incredibly racist as well. Uh, again, why was Ringo Starr Mexican? Yeah, I don't know. What? Why was Marlon Brando like some Middle Eastern guru or whatever he was? <laughs> I was kind of hoping that like that. He would just be shown, you know, like maybe portraying like a white guy who was really trying to go deep into that, yeah. you know, that Hindu thing. But uh, he was not. He was supposed to be playing uh, a, a man of Indian extraction. Yeah. <laughs> and it was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It was a hell uncomfortable. Yeah. So basically, yeah, the plot of Candy is just this uh, girl, Candy, who is in, was she in college or high school? High school, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes it just all that more creepy. Yeah. Anyway, it's basically just her on an adventure. Just this yes. terrible actress who gets put into these bizarre situations. <laughs> and whose, like, life is constantly she, on the line. <laughs> she didn't do anything no. the entire movie. She just no. wandered into situations, got assaulted, and then wandered back out of them again. And I was like, literally, what the hell is happening? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure what the intent, like, of the, the whole thing was, like, the satire of it. There was a couple things I kind of got. I thought the hospital, like, with James Coburn as the doctor performing on her dad, performing surgery, I thought that was kind of funny, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was kind of staged, like, as, like, kind of a bullfighter's ring or something. Yeah. Um, I, I think the movie was, like, at least the, the movie and I think the book it was based on were kind of parodying, you know, uh, pornography of the time, I guess, but not to any real uh, great effect. No. I think there, to, to parody something successfully, you have to more explicitly subvert it. Uh, and in this case, it was not, I mean, it wasn't really saying all that much. Yeah, I mean, I got what it was trying to do because, like, a lot of porn is just, like, Two people encounter each other and then bang for no reason. Yeah, and like creepy guys, you know, exploiting yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, new body young women. Yeah. But, but at least the women usually seem but, into it in the porn. <laughs> yeah. She was literally not even like aware of what was happening most of the time. No, not yeah, she was kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Being There, the Peter Sellers movie, yeah. where you have this kind of uh, very, you know, stupid person uh, who is kind of unaware of the situations they're in just kind of being moved around by others into you know situations yeah just being pinballed back and forth it was so weird and like i would like a really genuine subversion of the porn industry because Uh, why not (laughs) i mean i don't want to get into a super deep thing about this but like i don't know just like it is really exploited exploitative Mm -hmm. and there's lots of horror stories of women from the industry being forced to do things that they didn't want to do and i think that there is room there for something interesting and i get that that's a more recent thing that people have come out and talked about right so i don't blame this movie for not getting (laughs) that but 
But I'm just saying I would I would be interested in something that actually tried to discuss those topics. Yeah, yeah and maybe not but, that didn't traffic so much in kind of regressive stereotypes and what have you. Yeah, yeah but this felt more like uh, an imitate. It's uh, it's the Family Guy model where it's like we did something offensive, but then we were like, haha, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Who cares that her but uncle just tried to rape her? <laughs> it's a joke. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That was Ugh. I couldn't believe it when I, when that scene started. I was just like, what is going on? No. Oh. <laughs> So gross, yeah. and it just and everything about it. It was just yeah. It's so sixties. It's unbelievable. Like it's like a sketch, like a bad sketch from Mad TV or something. Like hey, let's do let's parody like a bad sixties movie, and then this would be what they would come up with. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of distilled down to the essence. We have very sixties uh, fashions and uh, and a lot of psychedelic music. Yeah, uh, that's not particularly. Yeah, good. And I really, <laughs> I think this movie reminded me how not into psychedelic music I kind of am. <laughs> Especially yeah. at the end where it's like just five solid minutes of her wandering around. Well, I think that was a problem because we watched this on YouTube. And I think, because my, my dad, when I told him it was on YouTube, he watched it. I, I think there was something wrong with the transfer because that dialogue is supposed to be there, my dad said. So I'm not sure why that song Di- played over everything at the end. <laughs> I didn't watch it on YouTube, and I didn't hear anything either. Oh, really? Uh, I watched it on a uh, a different uh, a video <laughs> with a proper uh, aspect uh, ratio. Oh, okay. So <laughs> maybe that is what they were really doing then. Yeah. Huh. Who knows? But either way, it was bizarre. <laughs> I don't know what they were going yeah. for with that ending. <laughs> I actually... I thought it started out kind of interesting. Like, I thought the bit with um, the, the poet guy... Oh, Mephisto. McFisto. I honestly thought it was going somewhere when that was the only thing happening. Yeah. Because like, I like that he is. He was scarf was very constantly much blowing. The, he <laughs> was, yeah, that was one of the the few that things was that I yeah. gen- genuinely that was enjoyed. Yeah. Amazing. The whole scene where he comes in and everyone's like applauding him. I'm like, that doesn't happen. What is going? On? But it was really funny. Yeah. But I thought it was really going somewhere with that because. Um, it is very much like a thing that people in positions of power are like, oh, I can totally get this young woman. It's, it's. I mean, my, my culture is mostly YouTube culture is what I follow really closely. And there's been a lot of stuff coming out about um, people like getting involved with their fans. And like, it's such a unhealthy power dynamic from the start. Yeah, any, any sort of, uh, you know, it's social arrangement where there's someone who's kind of, you know, idealized and and place yeah. above people there's a, a definite potential for you know abuse and yeah. yeah and so that part was actually really interesting to me and then the minute i saw ringo star i was like wait yeah. <laughs> i got totally thrown out i was like i don't <laughs> why is ringo star in this yeah uh, yeah playing a, a mexican poorly playing a mexican <laughs> yeah he's supposed to be playing kind of a mexican he also sounds kind of sounds like he's playing a jamaican stereotype almost <laughs> yeah but his british accent kept coming through i'm like you're still british i can't yeah. you're not even making an effort and then when those three women showed up who were also mexican but were like clearly just english actresses that they just plucked out of nowhere that was so bizarre and they're like riding on bikes following candy and her dad and uncle and them around i that was weird i can't I kind of love that. <laughs> it was pretty cool looking when they were chasing them in the car. There was like all this 
there was a weird way they showed him kind of traveling. I thought it was kind of interesting to look at. Biker ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't, it was weird. Uh, they said it was like Hell's Angels, this biker gang, but they dressed like they were going to a funeral and they were, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. I did like the uncle character until he tried to rape his niece. But yeah. he was yeah. funny up until that point, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I liked that they like had someone who was kind of normal-ish, who was just like, oh, yeah, powerful women, whips and chains, totally into it, great. Yeah. And I was like, that's good. Like, I'm all for embracing king culture. And then he tried to rape Candy, and I'm like, nope, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, I think with a movie that's kind of as loopy as this, you would you would kind of need a character that was kind of grounded to actually carry it through it, but there was no commitment to that. No, no. Especially not on her part. Like, it wasn't even written well, her that role of Candy. Like, there's nothing for her to do or say. No. Oh. She was just there to look pretty. Yeah. Like I said, she never does a single thing. Yeah. Things just happen to her, and she's like, why is the thing happening? <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to sleep. What do you want from me? <laughs> and that, actually, that is another thing I thought... Like, I, to- I almost got it. Like, I almost thought it was getting somewhere with the fact that she was always blamed for the men trying to go after her. That's true, yeah. And that that was actually getting somewhere with me. And if it hadn't been undercut by everything else, like, I thought that was actually kind of interesting. Because so I was like, wait, that's, that's like a real thing that happens, that women just get blamed for everything. Yeah. Um, when... Um, I mean, man, this is getting way too, <laughs> way too, du- way too dark. But yeah. like, but yeah, maybe more no, thought than Candy uh, really deserves. <laughs> but this is what I thought about. I mean, maybe it's just because it's my fucking day to day life as a woman. But like, I thought it was super like interesting that it had that, and I wasn't sure if it was on purpose. I guess I thought it was because I read and I was like, oh, it's a mockery of the porn industry. Like they probably meant that, but. Well, I guess I, think, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I think this this film was kind of uh, kind of a, a mess in its actual production, where maybe they were you know trying to do something and they realized maybe they weren't able to do that, so they were you know complicated at at, at every turn and such. Yeah, yeah, I read when it came out that it was a disappointment then too. Like people were like, "Yeah, this doesn't mean anything." <laughs> like even in the sixties, yeah. they were it's- like, "Nah." <laughs> Is the book is the book better? I've never read. I have yeah, okay. no idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can put up with. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, from what I read, this. the book was written very unseriously, and there were uh, uh, some attempts at at you know analysts and reviewers to project something on the material, which the the author said was not really there so that's maybe what i was doing there i don't know i just always like to hope that something is actually trying to help but yeah maybe wishful thinking well since since it wasn't actually written by the, the film was not adapted by the author of the book you know maybe you know the screenwriter is trying to say something yeah maybe i don't know but i did actually genuinely think that was interesting um just from a like a socio-political point of view mm-hmm. i was like oh that's like actually a thing that happens and watching it, there's no way you could ever think it was her fault because she's not doing anything. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. she's just, just existing in space yeah. and people are like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to assault that. And um, so, I, so I think there's some value in that. <laughs> even, if even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't intended, it's still really interesting. Yeah, no, that's, but, that's totally fair. <laughs> 
but I still like you still have to get through all the assaults. Yeah, and the racism. Maybe, maybe maybe still not worth it. Yeah, and it was like there was so many like they tried to throw everything into it. Like there's that scene where they're at like a drag magic show. And then the cop. That was so weird. Yeah, and it was Very just. Weird. I don't know what the point of that whole scene was. Like, just cops and drag queens and. Where it wasn't saying anything. Yeah. It wasn't funny. It was like, just there. <laughs> we're throwing homophobia in here, too? Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, maybe the thought of, you know, is if you simply put something controversial into the movie, that maybe there would, you know, maybe that was, uh, you know, there would be simply a point to that, just having it in there. Yeah, I don't know, but there was no point to it. No. I I kind of thought it was funny when the drag queen insulted the cop, and then he was like, "I'm not, I'm Irish," and then they made out, and I was like, "That's kind of funny." <laughs> yeah, but then he immediately started beating beating her yeah. up, and I'm like, "Never mind." Yeah, and then she was into it, like, "Yeah, bitch," or whatever she said. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, that's no. There was always. Yeah, I was I was thankful that scene was not longer than it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're like. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought like that lead drag character was going to become somebody that Candy was going to hang out with and have an adventure with or whatever. And I was like, well, yeah, that might but... be interesting. So, you know, probably won't try and rape Candy, but then that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just completely abandoned. And she gets into the Marlon Brando's uh, semi truck immediately after. <laughs> yeah. We can wish that there was a better plot in there. Yeah. yeah. There was always like a moment in. In a, a lot of the scenes, we're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, it's kind of I can see where they that could go somewhere," and then it just doesn't. There was like some germs of ideas in there that could have been really good, I think, but they were just yeah. so fucked up on acid and stuff. They were just like, "Yeah, eh, whatever, who cares?" <laughs> we got Martha Brando and Richard Burton. Yay! <laughs> that's a good. That's a good overall. I feel like thing for the movie, like a lot of things that could have gone somewhere, but so much lost potential in whatever aesthetic they were going for that yeah. was super gross and rapey. Yeah. And then how about the ending where it turns out that she was having sex with her dad? Oh, <laughs> Transgressing social mores. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, so that was all just Listen. that song, too, in that scene. It was just that weird psychedelic song. She's having sex with this guy caked in, like, white mud, and then it washes off, and it's her dad. That was literally the only scene where she seemed kind of into yeah. it, and then it was her dad. Yeah. And I'm like, no! <laughs> no! And then she wanders off into a field where all the characters from the movie are there doing whatever. <laughs> turning into children? Yeah. That's what they were doing in the field? They were turning back into children? Yeah. yeah. Which was I, weird. I, I, I do not like, understand what uh, they were going for there. Is this a metaphor about lost innocence or something? Because I feel like she's the only one who should turn back into a child, which she already is. Yeah. May I remind you, she was in fucking high school. Yeah. God damn it. But what about, okay, actually, I'm just just thinking back to the very beginning of the movie where it's like in space and there's that weird, you know, 60s color kaleidoscope effect. And then it's like the camera panning on that beach and she's on the beach. And then she wakes up in the classroom where her dad is the teacher. What, what was, were they trying to say that she was like, a spirit from another realm or an alien or something like what the hell was that <laughs> uh, yeah i would have to imagine that it was supposed to be sort of symbolic of her kind of purity and like you know like here we have this angel coming down from space or what have you and it was completely oblivious uh, trying to make you know some sort of metaphor there if it wasn't exactly literal <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that would be my guess 
I didn't get anything out of it. I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah, I was just watching yeah. it like, yeah, 60s movie, this is going to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't stupid. It was just traumatizing. <laughs> oh, man. So, anything else in the movie that uh, caught your fancy? Something that you wanted to address? Nothing caught my fancy. <laughs> Nothing should have caught any of your fancy. I... I I did kind of laugh at the um, when she's in the semi truck with Marlon Brando, and there's this kind of scene where they're they're making fun of uh, the, the tantra tantric sex. So oh. like it keeps counting, uh, cutting to them in completely ridiculous positions. I, I right. think that I mean I think the point of that scene that that sequence was, you know, they were trying to send up the the whole kind of. Uh, the the trend of, of of people getting into the Hindu stuff in the sixties. Right. I think there was maybe kind of a stab at satire there. Um, it might have worked better if they actually had somebody that you know was Hindu. <laughs> yeah, someone who actually was. Or like Dylan said, if it, like... if it turned out he was just a white guy pretending to be and capitalizing yeah. on that, that would have been good. I also thought it was pretty funny when the poet just started humping that mannequin oh. when Ringo was when Ringo was so assaulting her. And then the eyes opened up, like the mannequin the was eyes. alive. I was like, no, no, this is a horror movie. Did no one tell me this is a horror movie? I mean, it was still horrifying. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I looked up the uh, lead actress's IMDb, and she did not do much else after that. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. I mean, I... You had to go through this nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe she was a, a nice life. Yeah, a beauty queen of, of or something. Yeah, from like Sweden or something like that. Yeah, she definitely had an accent, and I was like yeah. trying to figure out if that was a thing about the porn thing, and I just couldn't. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. No, that was just sixties laziness. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody will notice okay. the accent. Yeah, because like I, I feel like there is a lot of weird porn with foreign women. Yeah, yeah, but I. I, I I don't know. I, I say this as if I know something about porn. I'm not interested in porn. Never floated my boat. So I don't really know anything about it besides what I read on the internet. But There's a lot of weird porn with everything. That's really all you need to know about porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm well aware of, like, weird... Yeah. Like, character porn and fandom <laughs> porn because I was on Tumblr for a long time. Yeah. So I, like, know the creepy side of porn, but mostly written porn. <laughs> Which does not involve a lot of foreign women. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe the porn of the time from the sixties is a kind of outside of any of our our purview. Yeah, purview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. <laughs> you did it, Danny. Congratulations. Um, but I mean, when did the whole like mail order brides thing start? Because that always felt like a thing. They were like, it's Russian women and stuff. Uh. Yeah, that's definitely from, you know, the 60s and before. Yeah. Uh, what's actually, uh, I have a, a collection of uh, science fiction magazines from the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, you know, they would be like, you know, science fiction stories by authors. And in the back of like all of these, these science fiction magazines, like there is invariably a, 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 a mailing address for mail order brides. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that nerd boy culture has always been one of <laughs> buying and exploiting women. It's yeah. good to know that's good to know that goes back in history. It's consistent, I think. Uh, get, yeah, a lot get it of together, nerd boys. Sad, get the fuck sad, together. Sad, lonely men uh, reading science fiction magazines. Yeah. Get it the fuck together, nerd boys. Yeah, I'm calling you out right now. 
on this podcast that you're not going to listen to. <laughs> yeah, on a, a broad platform. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just so sick of it. Yeah, and then so I sick of in it. the trailer. Did you guys watch the trailer for Candy? Yeah. You sent it yeah, to me. Yeah, the just so. I just love the ending where it's like the only thing that Candy is faithful to is the book. And it's like it's supposed to be titillating or whatever, and you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> gross. <laughs> also, she was never like involved yeah. in any of them, so why is she? Why was she be expected to be faithful? Yeah, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> this is bullshit. Not about this. <laughs> you mean right now? Are we? Is this the end of the podcast? Yes. <laughs> goodbye, oh, Danny. Okay. Well, that was fun. Fuck. Fuck your recommendations. <laughs> you're never gonna win again. Well, you know, I I think that'll be up for a debate because I'm always winning. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> I won my first week on two. Okay, you're not special. <laughs> I'm kidding, Danny. You are special. I am. I love you. Oh, I already know that. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> um, I almost just spit some beer out. Good. That's all right. Um. So yeah, I think I think we've talked about candy enough. People get the idea and our thoughts about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, guys, listen. It's too. It's. It has some things in it, but like, don't, don't. It's not no, worth no. it. There's better things. It's, it's worth it. Like, yeah, if you have yeah. a bunch of people around and you just want to laugh at a dumb movie, that I think could be it. But, but even so, it's so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, very if, true. If, if you'd like, to, if if the listener wants to be kind of drenched in a certain type of sleaziness, <laughs> uh, Candy yeah. might be your movie. <laughs> Yeah. Hella trigger warnings for everybody, okay? Yeah. Just be careful out there, kids. Yeah, I had no idea that stuff was in the movie. I just thought it was just going to be, I don't know, not that, but. <laughs> it luckily was not too graphic or anything. No. I, it was not no. that terrible. I just kind of like brought up another window and was like, no, maybe not. <laughs> but still, just, just, just looking out for the folks at home. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that is Candy. And on to the next portion of the podcast, which is the games portion. Yeah. You guys ready? Okay. Bring it, Will. Fucking bring it. Let's do this. <laughs> this is on. She's talking trash, man. What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 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 the, the game, uh, I, I shall throw down the gauntlet. <laughs> I formally challenge you. Good luck. Very intimidating. Luck. Um,. <laughs> So the first category is a multiple choice category. Um, obscure 60s band names. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I will be giving you four band names. You tell me which is the real band from the 60s. <laughs> okay. So, oh, wait, I need a pen, don't I? There it is. Will, are you, Will, are you good at music? <laughs> Am I totally fucked here? Uh, no, <laughs> not particularly. I, I know. Although I did listen to a lot of oldies radio growing up, so. I mean, so did I. My dad was really into it, but I didn't listen to, like, anything but the Beatles till like, sure. sixth grade, maybe, later. <laughs> well, I was, I, I had looked up, like, more obscure bands. Like, I kind of know sure. stuff, stuff about the 60s and, and music like that, and. Uh, I had, hadn't heard of any of these bands, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm glad Will won't have an ultimate advantage over me for any reason. But hey, oh. you never know. I could just be out of the loop. He could know more about me. I don't know. <laughs> you, you're such an old man, Danny. Get uh, out I'm of here. I'm 65. All right. So, uh, question number one. Oh, uh, we oh. should uh, announce what we were playing for. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, okay, then, uh, Will. 
you may go first. You brought it up. Seems like you got something you want to... <laughs> I, I, this week I am playing for uh, uh, the Paul Newman film The Hustler. Oh, yeah. 1962. Uh, Good choice. About a pool shark. Yeah, I own that movie. Uh-huh. It's great. And Dylan, and yourself. I am playing for, inspired by Danny and by the fact that Ringo Starr was in this movie, I'm playing for Help, the Beatles movie. Oh, nice. Which... I fucking love, but Danny's never seen, and I'm going to force him to watch it. If I'm back next week, or whenever this will be taken. Do it! <laughs> I just, I always thought that was a funny one. I don't know. I, I love oh, a hard yeah, day's night. Is. So. British humor, British humor is so odd. It just always really, I think it's because my first real foray into watching comedy stuff was Monty Python's Flying Circus, that that just is kind of the humor that stuck, sticks with me. Yeah. But, I don't know, I really like Help, so, Help. Oh, no, I've, I've heard it's great. It is the Beatles, I'm a fan of them, you know. <laughs> yeah, much, much better Ringo Starr film than... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> much, 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 much. I'm still not over the fact that he's in this. Yeah, it was weird. He, actually, Terry Southern was the guy who took the picture for the uh, Sgt. Pepper's album cover. And, oh, really? Yeah, and I think they, he wrote that other Ringo Starr movie, The Magic Christian, with Peter Sellers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they had a friendship, so I'm sure that's why. I'm not super familiar with Ringo's acting history, but from what I hear, it's very odd. Uh, yeah, I feel like I know he was in The Magic Christian, he was in Hard Day's Night, yeah. you know, he, he was on uh, Shiny Time Station. That's right, yeah. <laughs> which was... Uh, well, was reprising, reprising my role as the person who encountered a lot of famous people, <laughs> um, I actually I went to a Colbert taping uh, that it was like a Paul McCartney. He was there. It was oh, yeah. like a long episode. Oh. And it was basically a private concert for like a hundred people. And it was That's so awesome. cool. Uh-huh. I didn't like meet him or anything because like he, no doubt I didn't get to meet yeah. him. But <laughs> it was still hella cool. Yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. And it was the only time I've been to a lot of Colbert Report tapings. Hmm. I walked out the door and there was like a huge massive crowd outside. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> What's going on? It was really scary. I was like, this is not what I expected. Yeah, well, I met Trevor Linden one time. That's for all you Canadian listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so to the game, Obscure 60s Band Names. Uh, question one, A, Bubble Puppy. B, Unicorn Heart. C, Kitten Cloud. Or D, Fancy Rat. Dylan, we'll start with you. Mm. <laughs> can you repeat them for me? I'm sorry. I can do that. Uh, A, Bubble Puppy. B, Unicorn Heart. C, Kitten Cloud. Or D, Fancy Rat. Mm. I'm going to go with C. C, Kitten Cloud, okay. Kitten Cloud. Yourself, Will? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, D, Fancy Rat. Fancy Rat. Okay, uh, you are both wrong. Damn. It was Bubble Puppy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, that was my initial instinct. I should have yeah. gone with it. All right, Damn so it's tied 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> I just liked Kitten Cloud. Yeah, I, I like that Reminds one, too. Me, it seems like it should be something on Adventure Time. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, question two, A. Rocky Road, B, Vanilla Fudge, 
C. Neapolitan or D. Chocolate Thunder? Dylan? Mm, I'm going to go with A. A Rocky, Rocky Road. Road. Right. I'm going to go with B. Uh, vanilla Fudge. Vanilla Fudge. Uh, Will on the board with a point. Vanilla Fudge Damn is it. a band. Damn it. <laughs> I need to start. I need William. to start going with my instincts. <laughs> Have you heard of Vanilla Fudge before? Uh, the band Vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the band yeah. Vanilla Fudge. I, I have not the concept of Vanilla Fudge. <laughs> I, I have had Vanilla Fudge before. Uh, not that great. Okay. It's okay. Speaking of, I have some ice cream in my freezer. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna eat that later. I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> Question three. Uh, we are three A. Five days late. B. Ten years after. C. One hour before. Or D. Twenty-five seconds early. I'm gonna go with A again. A. Five I'm days late. Go with A. Five days late. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you are both wrong. It is. Damn it. B. Ten years Son after. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um. Okay. Question. Uh, whatever we're at. Four. <laughs> uh, okay, 4A. The soft machine. B. Wooden glass. C. The cement mixers. Or D. The countertops. Dylan. Deep in thought. D. D. The countertops. The countertops. Uh, I'm going to go with B. B. Wooden glass. Uh, again, you were both wrong. <laughs> Damn it! The answer was A, the soft machine. We are really bad at this game, Will. <laughs> hey, I'm one point ahead. I'm slightly more bad, but we're both really bad. Sure. All right. I'm dragging you down with me. <laughs> this is great. Uh, <laughs> question... Fuck off, Danny. What? I'm just, I'm really good at making up games. I'm really good at answering the questions. What can I say? I'm terrific. <laughs> uh, <laughs> question five. A, the Congress, B, the Association, C, the Conglomerate, or D, the Get-Togethers? A. A, the Congress? go with B. B, the Association. Will with another point. God fucking I, damn it. I have heard of the Association before. Oh, you have? I could not They're tell you displeased. one of their songs, but. <laughs> yeah, I had never heard of them before. I was like, oh, all right, that sounds good. Um... Okay. Question six. A. My beer. My beer has. Oh, what? Do we have a beer situation? Beer emergency? Oh no, it's foaming. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody, for these visuals. Yeah, exactly. Get to see. Uh, question six. A. Flash couriers. B. Mercury postal. C. Quicksilver messenger service. Or D. Professor Zoom's letters. Mm, can I hear those ones again? Sorry. Not a problem. They are A. Flash Couriers B. Mercury Postal C. Quicksilver Messenger Service or D. Professor Zoom's Letters I just really like C, so I want to go with that even if it's fake. So you're going with C? Yeah. Alrighty. I, I, like, I like the theme to all, all of these answers right here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with B. B. Mercury Postal uh, Dylan is on the board. Quicksilver yeah! Messenger Service. I did it! 
it. Yeah, I saw that I and I was like, was Professor well, Zoom. Yeah, Professor I Zoom. I really <laughs> like that name. I like it. Yeah, I, 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 I came up with to the... go with B. I feel where Will's, Will's instinct is coming from, but I just really like C. Yeah, I came, I, when I saw Quicksilver Messenger Series, I was like, well, I gotta come up with, like, comic book speedy heroes or villains. And I knew profe- nobody would pick Professor Zoom's letters, so I just threw that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, question, what are we at, seven? Uh, yeah. Question seven, A, soul holes. B, <laughs> gospel hospital. C, blues magoos. Or D, rock macaque. <laughs> mm, I'm going to go with B. B, Gospel Hospital? Yes, I am. Alrighty, Will? Uh, I'm going to go with Souls Holes. Soul Holes? Uh, you are both wrong. It is Damn. Blues Magoos. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I couldn't believe that was a real name. Like, just, ah, whatever. Blues Magoos. Uh, a lot of dignity in that name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Gospel Hospital was... It's that's special. I like that. I really want to name an improv team that now. Thank you, Gospel Hospital. You have to give me credit if you do that, though. Excellent. Um, but you guys sure it wasn't Rock McCock? <laughs> I'd love it if it was. Yeah. But yeah okay. A little uh, too audacious. Yeah. Uh, final question 60s, of maybe. this round. Final question of this round. Uh, we are okay. A. This, this is a hard one. Osculum dens. B. Pinus lignum. C. Oculus dolor. Or D. Procol harem. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just going to say D. D? Okay. Yeah. I am also not? going to say D. D. Both right. I'm glad I'm not alone. Both get a point. It is yeah! Procol Harum. Yeah. Procol Harum uh, uh, did uh, the song A Whiter Shade of Pale, I believe. <laughs> that uh, that came up when I was doing research about that band name. I was like, oh, I've never heard that song, but that's their hit, apparently. Is, yep. that, is that my autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't, I feel like that's mine. the new title of my autobiography. You ain't paler than this redheaded Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then I just came up with other Latin phrases to put in that one. I've 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 technically got a diverse background, but it doesn't show. <laughs> All right. It's not diverse enough. I'm still hella white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next category that we have. Hold on. I gotta get stuff set up. All right. I am going to give you a quote. You have to tell me if it was like a famous person, famous hippie from the '60s, or if it was Charles Manson. (laughs) 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 To to go with the theme of unbelievably, surprisingly dark, even though it was from the 60s. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, first quote is, no one is free, even the birds are chained to the sky. Dylan? I'm gonna say hippies. Okay. I'm gonna say Manson. Manson. Dylan gets a point. Yeah. That was a hippie. Hippies. That was an anonymous hippie, though. When I looked that up online, it didn't it didn't have a credit for it. But uh, yeah. So Dylan gets a point on that one. Anonymous hippie, I salute you. Thank you for the point. <laughs> okay. I've tied it back up. Bring it on. <laughs> 
So, the next one we have. Feed them on your dreams. Dylan. Uh, that's really creepy. <laughs> it is creepy. I'm just gonna go with fucking Manson, because it's creepy as shit. <laughs> Me too. Both Manson? Uh, both wrong. That is from Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> Who said that? Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It was in one of the songs. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's really fucking creepy, guys. Oh, yeah, it's from a song. You, the one, uh... Get it together, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, okay, the next one. Let the children lead you. Dylan? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with hippies. Okay. I'm very unsure about this, though. I'm going to go with sheer probability and say this is finally a Manson. <laughs> I know. That's why I wanted to. But Will is right. It is Charles Manson. Damn it. I was going to go that way from probability, but I didn't, like, cults of personality, they just lead each other, you know. Yeah. They wouldn't want kids to lead it. Apparently Manson does. I don't know. <laughs> okay, the next quote. My relationship to music is completely subliminal. It just flows through me. Mm. I'll go with Manson. Why not? All right. Yeah, I'm going to go Manson again. Yeah, a man apparently had a good singing voice. Uh, you are both correct. That was Charles yeah! Manson. The music just flows through him, man. You know? Like, totally, bro. <laughs> Wait, they didn't say bro back then. That was bad. <laughs> no, Bruh. I said man. <laughs> Bruh. Okay, Bruh. next quote. Through me, man. Uh, how old am I? I'm as old as my mother told me. Mmm... Hmm. Ah, thought Dylan. I'm, f- I'm, fe- I'm feeling Manson again, so I'm gonna go with that. You're feeling Manson, huh? Creepy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, friends. Will. Uh, I, I'm going to uh, say hippie. Hippie. Uh, Dylan with the points. Yeah, Charles Manson. He's as old as his mother told him, man. Don't you get it? Bunch of squares. Uh, okay, next quote. I am timeless. <laughs> I am ageless. <laughs> you had a real Manson look oh. on your face there, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I try. I, I'm, an imp- I'm an improviser. I've learned to express myself. With Charles Manson. Okay. All I'm yes. <laughs> I have to be able to play any character. <laughs> yeah, any, true. Any very character. True. Uh, next cool- I got labeled as racist Dr. Seuss one time, and it was very hard. <laughs> <laughs> like just somebody called you that, or you had to play that? They... <laughs> Sorry to interrupt the game with this. Story. Hey, I asked. Um, I I I was in a scene and they started talking to me. They labeled me Dr. Seuss, so I'm like, great, I can do that. He was a cool dude. And then they immediately started insinuating that I was writing racist books, and I was like, no. Okay. You've ruined my childhood. That's better because I thought this. it was just maybe people like you like a racist Dr. Seuss. I thought maybe you that was just a thing. <laughs> no, no, that would be pretty cruel. It was a it was a gift. It was a gift in us okay. and I had to deal with it, and I didn't handle it well. And I'm sorry, teammates. Yeah, so I can see the. I, did, I was very uncomfortable. The residual anger is still there. <laughs> All right. I just. Oh. It, it's it's hard to play a racist, you guys. I'm not racist. <laughs> I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Explain the white power t-shirt thing. Okay, next quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
all I'm going to do is just go on and do what I feel. Mm, hippies. Yeah, that's got to be hippie. Both correct. That was Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix with that nugget of wisdom. <laughs> Hella hippies. Yeah. Um, okay. The way out of a room is not through the door. Just don't want out and you're free. Just what went out? Just don't want out, and you're free. <laughs> the way out of a room is not through the door. Uh-huh. Just don't want out, and you're free. The fuck? That's an interesting concept. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll say Manson. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say hippie. Okay. The correct answer is Charles Manson. Yeah! <laughs> I knew that creepy bastard would want to keep me in a room. <laughs> um, okay. I'm throwing down. I'm throwing down. He's a creepy bastard. Come and get me, asshole. Yeah, a very controversial statement. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Okay. I, I bring up the real issues. They're very tough. Yeah. Uh, next quote. If I'm free, it's because I'm always running. Hippies. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I'll say hippies. Both correct again. That was Mr. Jimi Hendrix yeah. again. You know, I love 60s philosophy. God damn, it's so funny. <laughs> See, I feel like the 60s is really idealized. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, but, it was, but it was kind of pretty shit for everyone but white dudes, wasn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I say speaking to two white dudes, but whatever. <laughs> hey. I agree. <laughs> I like to think y'all are smart enough to know that. So. Totally. Well, the 60s uh, was a time of great change, but it was also the time of our parents' youth. Mm. And I think, as we all know, our youths are idealized across generations. Absolutely. That is true. My mom was born in 66. So. Oh, well, my parents were born before that. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> well, I, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're still a youngin'. We get it. I'm a baby. <laughs> Okay, uh, next quote. Also, hi, Mom. You're probably listening. I love you. I'm sorry I outed what year you were born. And what? I don't, Mom. <laughs> and you want to apologize for the white power t-shirt, too? Or are you just going to let that slide? <laughs> okay. Mom, I'm wearing the Ruth Gator- Bader Ginsburg t-shirt, I promise. <laughs> also, you don't have to live vlog this episode at me. I, I know what happens in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next quote. My father always told me that all businessmen were sons of bitches, but I never believed it till now. Mm, hippies. All right. Uh, Slash. That sounds like something I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like uh, there were probably moments where Charles Manson said things that sounded reasonable, simply to uh, perhaps sway the people underneath him. I would say Charles Manson. That's really just a guess, though. Okay, uh, the point goes to Dylan. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> well, not really a hippie, but uh, in that time, it was JFK. <laughs> that was a JFK quote. Well, he was, he was alright, you know, <laughs> whatever. Okay. He was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, who knows. I don't really know. I'm kidding. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all Americans and your weird shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, okay, next quote. No sense makes sense. I feel like I should know who this is by. 
Just because it's so short, it feels like something they would have quoted on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with a picture of a sunset in the background. Which makes me think it must be Manson, or someone would have fucking quoted it. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll say hippie. Okay. Uh, Charles Manson. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm killing it. I'm <laughs> killing it. Bombing. I was not good at the other game. I'm good at this one. <laughs> I just know how Manson thinks, you guys. We just There's just a couple more here. Just a couple more. Okay. Uh, next quote. Everything is beautiful if you want to experience it totally. Uh, I'll just go with hippies. All right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll go with hippies as well. Uh, again, both wrong. That was Charles Manson. Ugh. Damn. Dropping a truth bomb. I mean, I can see how that's kind of creepy and manipulative, but <laughs> it also sounds kind of nice. Hey, that's how you yeah, were able I'm to bring all... in people, right? I am all over the place today. <laughs> yeah. First, you're like, yeah, Charles throwing, Manson, he's a was, good guy. I like his ideas. <laughs> I was throwing down with him, and now I'm, like, saying some of his stuff was nice. I don't know. Yeah, this is how he got so many followers. Let's not release this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just bleep out all your answers. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Uh, next quote. Hey, are you just trying to rig it so you win? <laughs> uh, you brought it up. I'm just taking advantage. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. When you've seen beyond yourself, then you may find peace of mind is waiting there. Manson. Okay. I'm gonna say hippie. Hippie. It was George Harrison. Damn it. That was. Sorry, George Harrison. That was in. Uh, I can't remember what song it was. His like uh, Hindu influenced song on Sgt. Pepper's. What was that song again? I don't know. Anyway, that's where that's from. <sighs> that was never my favorite. I don't know. I guess I like more of their kind of boy band stuff because I'm a big. Nerd. Sure. <laughs> hey, it's all good music. It, it is, is. It is. It is. Um, I was wrong. We still have a couple more. <laughs> I missed out. All right. No, don't give Will a chance to catch up. Just end it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is hippies are so phony and fake. <laughs> <laughs> hippies. Hippies said that. All right. I, I'm gonna say Manson. <laughs> uh, it was a hippie again, Mr. George Harrison. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it, it, it carries on into into hipster culture today. They're all like, I'm not a hipster. Hipsters are fakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay. That's why I said it. Here we are. Uh, you know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. Mm, Manson. Right. I'm going to say Manson as well. Both correct. It was Mr. Charles Manson. And that is the end of that. Now, <laughs> for... Oh, what? Uh, I got a bonus category. Oh! You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to do this one. This is just purely for my pleasure as a host. <laughs> hey, let's do it. <laughs> we'll say for like... Well, I'm not going to agree to it until you tell me what it is. Okay. <laughs> now... Doing your best candy impersonation. <laughs> I want to hear the line, War certainly seems to be hell. That's from the movie. Yeah, I remember that yeah. line. Because she was talking to the... She was naked in the front of the plane talking to the officer. Yep. Which was super surreal, for the record. With, like, the 
Yeah, we never even touched on that part, the Walter Matthau plane scene. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't really talk about that, but that was super weird. Yeah, Yeah, it was was very uncomfortable. I think uh, Walter Matthau's ejaculation was symbolized by the guys (laughs) jumping out of the plane. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty on the nose. (laughs) I actually didn't didn't think about it that way. (laughs) Oh, you are... I think I was really... I mean, I am a, a pure innocent child. I was going to say, you, but, um, you're probably much more innocent than Will and I, then. <laughs> I have literally been swearing more than either of you two combined. Um, <laughs> I actually, going back and thinking about that, I actually found that scene a little interesting because it felt like a mockery of hyper-patriotism. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was... Which s- I am not all about. Yeah, there was the something record. going. There was, like, you know, they're making fun of militarism and, and what have yeah. you. Yeah. And I, that's another scene I forgot to mention that I did find kind of interesting. Yeah, when he makes the soldiers do their little routine for them and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, we're going to have a baby, yeah. and he's going to be so manly. <laughs> and I was like, ew, no. <laughs> Don't make a high school girl have your child. That's gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, Dylan, you want to uh, try that? War certainly seems to be hell. <laughs> I'm sorry, doing accents makes me nervous. Um, Hers is a very vague accent, though. Yeah. Kind of very specific. Yeah, one. It's very soft and pillowy. Yeah. War certainly seems to be hell. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> <laughs> la 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 la. la 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 War certainly seems to be hell. <laughs> All right, now me as the judge. Um, I'm going to give that to Will. Damn you! Uh, in the end, it doesn't matter though. Dylan won with a score of yeah. twelve to eleven. Oh, so close! So close, yeah. So close. What a game! I told you I was going to do it, and I did. <laughs> yeah, you said you were going to crush him. You just barely eked that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well played, well, well played. <laughs> well played. Uh, the gauntlet is now Sorry. raised. <laughs> Sorry for my shit talking. It was a good, it was a well played game. Uh, all in, all in good fun. Mm-hmm. Well, so that has been the episode for Candy. Uh, it just becomes not in good fun when Andrew is here, and we have to destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he must be destroyed at every turn. Yeah, I can't wait till I'm in a quiz or game with him because oh, he's gonna get so angry when I beat him. well come back next time because we're going to be watching help and i'm going to make you watch it all right it's going to happen we'll see it's going to happen so dylan any final thoughts um can someone please make like an interesting critique of the porn industry or an interesting satire of it because i would honestly want to go see that like for real though guys come on let's 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 support sex workers and shit i don't know if porn industry counts as sex workers Maybe do it about 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 prostitutes and stuff. That's interesting too. Maybe you should get support. Maybe you should write. Don't it. be don't be a sex worker ex- exclusionary feminist. That's my message. All right. <laughs> Include them. They're important too, guys. They're important too. Will your thoughts on whatever? Uh, yeah. Um, avoid candy. Uh, <laughs> watch one of uh, Buck Henry's better movies like uh, yeah. Catch Twenty Two, which is a pretty interesting movie, I would say. Yeah. I would agree with that. Or The Graduate. I agree with that as yep. well, yep. Um, well, yeah, for me... Um, oh, also your recommendation of The Hustler. Everyone, if you haven't seen The Hustler, you should watch that. 
because that is a great movie. Yeah, I think I'm gonna rewatch it. Yes, yeah. I refuse. I refuse to stoop and watch my defeated comrades movie. <laughs> I won. I won. Okay, now she's doing victory laps in her room. This is getting a little I'm two too and much. one now. I've won more times than I've lost. Huzzah! You're over five hundred. <laughs> All right, so uh, my final thought is uh, I kind of wish women would dress like the 60s again. <laughs> I like that look. <laughs> uh, lots of colorful colors, I guess. Yeah, the hair. I like the hair. I think that's a good look. I'm into floral patterns. I'll wear yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. I'll wear it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, let's just, uh, yeah, maybe men, not not so much. No, I no, no. feel like men's fashion was kind of at a low. <laughs> yeah. Get those bell bottoms out. There's not a lot of high uh, points for men's fashion early in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's because y'all, it's 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 hopeless to give you nice clothes. You don't know how to dress anyway. Yeah, no, I agree with that. <laughs> I say in like a t-shirt and boxers, but whatever. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you, everyone. Oh, sorry, Will, you had something? Uh, if you would like to reach us at oh, yeah. On Your Market Set Review, uh, you can find us at onyourmarketsetreview.wordpress.com or email us at thinwhitedudes uh, at gmail.com. Or you can also visit our Facebook page. So, yeah, everyone should do that. Awesome. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Will. Uh, Thanks for a great episode, Danny. Yeah, I'm sorry to done. both of you for being so fucking belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A- admirable job, Danny. Excellent. Uh, Thank you very you much. Guys. All right. Uh, see you guys next time here on the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on your market, Saturday. There it is. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>